good one it looks like we were just on right like hours ago which kind of we were uh but we've got a big 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 show today we're so super excited but good morning everyone this is carol sue aka Nani boss on the live last friday of 2022 with two Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Yes, fantabulous Friday. It is um, obviously our last podcast of 2022. Today will be episode number 554. So I think I'm going to play those lottery numbers. Yeah, 554, that is a good one. Uh, but it also really uh, depicts um you know when i say we had so much going on uh in the fall considering mm -hmm. our 500th was i think in august we were going to do it in september so if september. you look at, if you look at date wise we uh did not get on as often as we wanted to we're going to do better at that hopefully that i will learn the system a little bit better but that goes to show you that we did have flexibility with what we love and what we're passionate about but also keeping that in line of what was going on in our uh, joint personal lives, as well as our individual, we're so intertwined in so many different ways that, you know, one would be going through some something and tag team, the, the, the next system would be going through something. So, I mean, we have flexibility and we, we absolutely love that. I do know we had a lot of viewers like, you know, we're missing you on a couple of days. We know that we apologize. Uh, life happens, right? And we, we talk about that and how you, you renegotiate, how you renavigate and how you sometimes the journey's got to kind of take a little turn a little while and that is okay and that's why we love what we do because we're not uh structured to that nine to five you know structure and we we absolutely love that but today is fantabulous friday and we often this is a day that we celebrate all our accomplishments even the little bitsy 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 ones uh, from the previous week but this we're going to actually talk about really the whole year encompassing the whole year uh, in a very short segment but we're going to do it and i think you know i think of different things that a lot of us over overcome and i think collectively and i'm talking about collectively as a human body a human space that we can say that we overcome a big challenge was really the disruption and what we've obviously since learned from um Elon Musk about how much control people were kind of under and maybe didn't quite understand by a certain narrative that we now know, you know, is big G uh, propaganda, big G control, which leads you to communism. And, you know, what solidified that between there's two things that solidified things that common sense people already knew about their health and wellness. Those that stood up and said, no, I'm not going to take that particular first jab, uh, you know, had a mindset, had a, had a journey that said, no, I'm not succumbing to the pressure of what, you know, certain networks are telling me, the big G is telling me, um, you know, all across the board. And when I say big G, I'm not specifically narrowing in on the current administration they are part of it they're a big part of it but it goes way beyond that so i think collectively a lot of people learn that number one 
Number two, we learned about like that first jab was not necessarily, you know, a lot of us said, no, we're not doing it. Uh, sadly, some had to succumb to the demands of a communist ruler, meaning whoever was in charge of their corporation, hospital, whatever it may be. But uh, in addition, some succumb to the pressure of the media and the big G with the succession jabs. So I wanna share something that I learned last night. Uh, it's actually a study that was done by Cleveland Clinic. And Cleveland Clinic um, is uh, right here in Vero Beach uh, is one of them. And what it did was, I got to get to the right screenshot because I've got so many screenshots to share with all of you if I can find it now. Let's see. Uh, so here it is. So the first one said, uh, let's get to it. I apologize. It's coming. It's coming. Here we go. So the first one uh, says, the risk of the virus also varied by the number of those that were that the vaccine doses previously received. So the higher number of vaccines previously received the higher number of risks for getting the virus. That, so that's number one. So the people that the percentage, the higher percentage of those that were jabbed were also the higher percentage they got the virus. And that's the first one. The second one, among 51,011 working age Cleveland Clinic employees, so they did this specifically with their employees, the um, COVID-19 vaccine booster was 30% effective in preventing infection, but also brought a higher rate of those getting the infection again. So these are studies that were just done, which really solidifies a lot of people's, you know, inner inner mindset, inner thought process, their your instinct. You know, we all get that gut feeling of something. Don't do it. Don't do it. And that really explains that your gut, your instinct was correct. So don't underestimate. If you have that internal instinct to don't do something, don't do it. Don't succumb to the pressure. Now, obviously, we are a health and wellness podcast. What do we chat about? We chat about all different things that impact our mind, our gut health, our physical, our fitness. So what do you think the Times released last night? So let me get to that one. And again, these are, you know, they, they were just, I thought to myself, they're really pushing people to like stay sick in my mind, uh, you know, these, you know, the, the sicker you are, who makes money? The pharmaceutical companies, you know, all these private entities, they want, they want American people unhealthy and they want people sickly. And the number one, the number one uh, thing that really impacts uh, people's health and death is obesity, heart, heart issues. They're not addressing that. So, so this is from the, the good old times. This was released last night. And I had to like go, oh, well. Uh, P.S. I want to say that um, Gabby Tulson's doing an excellent job. Uh, and I like her. I've always liked her. 
because she's not afraid of calling her party out, which is no longer her party. But she's not afraid of doing that. And conservatives are like that. We call we call our party out. We call everybody out, but we also call our party out. We don't. We're not. It's not party or all. That's we don't have that mindset that liberals have. But anywho, so this is what the time released. The white supremacist, the white supremacist origins of exercise and six other surprising facts about the history of the US and physical fitness. So that what they're saying is, let me get to the second part, tagline. Access was never totally equal. If you lived in a neighborhood that didn't have safe streets or straight or streets that were not well lit, Women were caught. Uh, women were caught catcalls. So basically, their their uh, particular article is saying, and it's not particular. I mean, it's they're they're saying it that fitness is really a white supremacist movement. That we are we're racist if we if we're involved with fitness because it's it's a white it's a white what, fitness is only for white people. All right, I need I need to interrupt. Yeah, hold on one second. I'm going to read it one more time. The white supremacist origins of exercise and six other surprising facts about the history of the United States and physical fitness. That's the tagline of the article. Well, first of all, I'm going to say that's bullshit, but I want to back up a little bit. Everyone knows um, that listens to the podcast, family, friends, uh, and even extended friends. Um, I have an issue with the vaccine based on what has transpired uh, with my son. A mother knows, a mother knows. So I don't think I need to say any more about that. That's right. right. Uh, As far as this new article that came came out, I, I think that it's very interesting that whenever an adjunct or maybe that's not the proper word, another article comes out debunking what we already know is a good thing and to interject race in it is that their answer to everything it's all about you know that we're we're racist that's effing bullshit that ticks me off and it and it should uh you know we already know that obesity and and heart disease is a is a number one killer It, it is or at least the top two top three we'll give it that there's cancer there's obviously heart disease there's all those things to imply to the american public i think the american public should be pissed off like do you think i'm that stupid that fitness and exercise is is racist are you out of your flipping mind and anyone who believes that like Really? Is that your your answer? Like you don't agree? Um and your answer to that is um race. You're gonna bring, bring race into it. And by the way, I was kind of checking. We know that there's a delay. Um, and we have um, and it does the um, you know, the words that we're saying and whatnot. And of course, I was bleeped out when I said effing bullshit which I'm sure it's going to bleep me out again. Let's be real here. Bull and shista, how about that? Oh my God. 
the reality is that we are all responsible for our health. So yes, we all, and I mean all under the umbrella, under the umbrella of being um, human beings, of being Americans, and of course, wherever you live in the world, we all should be upset that you know, is somebody from an opposite race going to say, well, you know, the New York Times um, just put this article out. So I guess I don't have to uh, exercise because um, I'm, you know, I'm being, you know, I'm in that, that, that they put me in a box and it says that, you know, it's white supremacy. So, and it's racist and it's this and it's that. So I'm not going to exercise. Like, really? People are going to buy into that, and that's unfortunate. Well, that's the sad part is there are a lot of stupid people in the United States and in the world. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You're stupid. You, you're a stunad. I guess that's a nicer way of saying it. You're a stunad because you don't even have that, that common sense to know that, you know, when the media, and we've all, we, you know, she, what I was talking about, Tulsa, um, Gabby Tulsa, Tulsa, whatever her name is, Gabby Tulsa. Tulsa, whatever. Yeah, people know what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, she talks about integrity matters, and, and it does. And we have been deceived. As I actually did a live clip of her her report last night because it was so impactful. You know, talking about we've been lied to, America. We've been deceived, America, and from both sides. And, and her article really stemmed from the New York congressman, uh, Republican, who, who won. But now they're finding that, you know, his resume, uh, there was fibs in it. Embellished. Pardon me? It's embellished. Uh, embellished lies, whatever, however you want to call it. it. You know, a lot of and a lot of people do it. And, and, and his argument was, and I understood where he was coming from, doesn't make it right. A lie is a lie. Um, we do have a comment, and I'm sorry. Was it Gabby? No, we, we do have a comment on Facebook. Um, and the person, and if I have you, I'm assuming it's okay for me to say your name, but I'm going to um, um, politely ask you if it's okay I say your name, but I'll read the comment. Are all of the NBA and NF players not fit? Asking for a friend. Exactly. I mean, like, it is so ridiculous. But the point she was trying to make with, you know, the, the, the lies and the schemes that are coming out from, uh, you know, integrity matters from, from technology, from big tech, from uh, media outlets, from our government, on both ends of the aisle. So interesting enough, she was pointing out, she said, you know, that's, you know, and she did an excellent job. It was Tuesday night, uh, and she was filling in for Tucker. So if you want to see her actually interviewing this New York congressman, and say, look at, you know, how are people supposed to trust you now when, okay, you've embellished, you've lied on your resume, you lied about your mother dying, you lied about being connected or working for Golden Sachs or whatever it was, right? And, you know, obviously he was on the defense mode. So I get that, you know, human, human, we're, we're, fault, we're faltered. We are not perfect. But, and he did bring out some good points. However, it doesn't make it right. So personally, I think he should resign. However, uh, what she also did a great job with is talking about these you know, media outlets putting out false, ridiculous information, as well as pointing out how many people in Big G, not specifically, but including and not inclusive of, 
the, the current administration have lied to us. And when does America say no more? We're tired of being lied to. We're tired of, of, of propaganda that's being pushed on us from our mindset to our health and wellness, to our well-being with our children, to these vaccines, uh, that there's not enough information. And now there are studies that prove it. She went into, oh, Cleveland Clinic, by the way, also did a thing on the masks because I, I went through something this week regarding masks uh, and proving that the science doesn't support it. So at some point, regardless of your political ideologies, you have to say, who's screwing who? Who's fooling who? Uh, you know, we are being lied to. And, and she was declaring that we have to do better as Americans to say, we're not gonna take this anymore. We're not gonna be continually lied to or fed these stupid remarks about, you know, now fitness is, you know, racist. It's absurd and it needs to stop. And how do you, you know, we, we've been dealing with this for so many years and now we're at the close of it, cusp of a ending one year when you have this constant rhetoric, pushing people, uh, stressing people out. And what I say is let's look at 2022 and have some resolve. Because if you bring in the baggage from the year past into the year forward, you're never gonna move forward, right? So we have to have some resolve and just understand that blanketly across either side of the aisle, blanketly from the current administration to the, the deep doo-doo that's way below the puppets that are currently occupying the White House, that Americans are just not going to be lied to anymore. We're not going to accept being constantly deceptive ideas, deceptive uh, narratives when they're not truthful. And at the end of her, her um, program, she brought on this other gentleman and he said, uh, Republicans are not gonna save America. You know, and actually he didn't say Republicans, he said Democrats are not gonna save America. Politics is not gonna save America. Our health and wellness, our mindset, how we feel. God, we have to get back to, to uh, beliefs, regardless of what, that, what your beliefs are, of faith, of fearing God. I mean, we were, that's, our country was based on that. And you feared God because you knew lying was a sin. And these continually little sins and big sins, embellishments, they're still, they're still lies. And it needs to stop. Americans have to say, no, we want better for our future. We want information, but we want real information. We don't want a narrative spun on it. And this last thing from, from Times for 2022, just see the cake on that because it is so outrageous. And if you, if you say to yourself, that is so ridiculous, then you better really get resolved on all the other garbage that's been fed you over 2022. Get some revolve and say, you know what, as Americans, we're gonna unite. We're not gonna be lied to. We're gonna oh, you know, do our own research. We're gonna be proactive in our own health and wellness and understand that there's a lot of shista that we cannot control. We can't control the narrative of the government. We can't control the narrative of the current administration. We can't control the narrative of Republicans, Democrats, independents, we can't. But what we can control is how we are gonna let that impact our well-being. And at some point you have to say no more. And when you get to that resolve, guess what? You don't need a you don't need to do a resolution in 2023. You're gonna look for solutions. You're gonna look for things that are gonna get you to where you wanna go. And you're not, you're gonna block the noise. 
Block the Noise 2023 is the year of solutions. And as a sidebar, yes, I am still having a bad hair day. But and I am multitasking. I just, um, if you see me looking around, I'm just monitoring. I'm in the process of uploading last night's um, podcast. So that was a good one too. Yeah, um, that one too. So, so, so what? Like, you know, I gave an earful. You know, what do you? You know, obviously, I know you're feeling on the whole with the uh, fitness thing, which is probably one of the stupid, the most stupid headlines I've seen ever. <laughs> That's I mean, a, that's a, that should win the stu, one of the Stunot awards. I think so. I think we're going to have to start implementing Stunot awards. Yeah. I think we should do it on a weekly basis because there are just so many Stunot issues. Yeah, and then we can record them. And then at the end of, you know, next year, when we come to the end of 2023, we can have the, you know, two sisters Stunot awards because it's ridiculous. I mean, uh, so, so much has been going on with, you know, going backwards. And I think that's, they're trying to push us to go backwards. And the perfect example was I went for my yearly mammogram and I, you know, you know, they're enforcing the mask again. And I had a woman who I was not even engaging in. She was another patient. And when I tell you it was, to, it was like a demon voice coming out of her gut. And I was simply asking the question, to the manager who was also a stunod, no customer service. You know, if I'm, you know, going to your doctor is someone you're doing business with people, and you have the right to ask questions. You have the right to say, you know what, I'm not really sure about this. Who's in charge? Who owns this? Or you know, I, I want to get in touch with them. I want to have a conversation with them. And I asked very calmly who I could speak to about this whole mass thing. And I said, obviously, I can't speak to somebody right now. I know, and I even extend to the olive branch i know you're all doing your job you're only doing what you're told to do but who owns this it it, it was like pulling teeth to find out who owned it which is a doctor um, but they claimed he had no email no business email so i'll get to the bottom of that but in the meantime i have this crazy lunatic behind me who comes out with this very demon-like voice and it was like from her gut it was really horsey she called me uh an erotic, no, a moronic, uh, you know, I, I, all these awful names, like yelling at me, you erotic, and I'm not kidding, like when I'm like, I'm doing that, I'm exaggerating, that's what she sounded like, and it was even worse, it was loud, it was anger, it was hatred, and at first, I had even no idea who she was talking to, because again, my back's to her, I'm talking to the staff, very calmly, she points her arm get out of this office now like and just extended the words in this demon-like voice and i finally realized because the tone of it like shook me up so i turn around and then i realized that this this crazy woman was was, was talking to me and i remain calm because you got to pack your calm and patience everywhere you go like you know you just have to and I kindly said to her, I'm not speaking to you. I'm not even, I'm not engaging with you. Mind your own, like, mind your own bit. And I said it in a very polite way, please, mind your own business. I'm not, I'm not talking to you. And I turned around to continue my conversation. So as the manager is acting like a fool, lousy customer service, refusing to give me um, the email and, you know, saying you have to put the mask on. Then now what happened was the receptionist said, yes, you have to put it on. But once you go through the door, so I didn't have it on. 
So I put it on and uh, I said, well, are you going to do, are you going to do anything about like, I'm a, I'm a customer here. I'm a patient here. And you've got another patient like screaming at me, calling me filthy, disgusting names, like crazy, like, and you're just standing there. And she said, well, what do you want me to do? And you want me to yell through the glass? No, I expect you to come out of your little cubby hole. And yeah, and she finally did, but she placated the woman. She said, oh, I, get, I get where you're coming from. I'll handle it. Let me handle it. So basically saying she was right in her behavior, but let me handle it. And I have a problem with that. And this is where we are. And, uh, and I think Americans, well, they tell me I got to put the mask on. I got to do it. No, you don't. You can question. Do it politely, of course, always. Not like the lunatic that was behind me, threatening to like push me out the door, the whole nine yards. She's lucky I didn't call the police on her. But what I'm saying is we are in a society now where we're, we're, we're being fed a constant narrative of fear, of unhealthy values, of unhealthy behavior. And we have a right as patients, as citizens, when we are partnering with our, our, our health provider to ask questions. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think we're, 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 we're so, uh, there, there's so much anger out there when people just even ask questions. When you ask questions, you may not always get the answers you want, but at least maybe you're more educated or you learn something or hopefully come out, okay, I understand it better or, okay, I'm not satisfied. I need to contact someone else. And somehow that perspective is supposedly taboo now. And I say it's about time that Americans take back their liberties, take back their rights, do it politely, but do not take that kind of behavior and not address it. You don't have to get into a fist fight. With, and, the, and the woman was older, obese. Now, I could have easily said, you know, again, that one of the number one killers is heart disease. And look at you, way overweight. She did take the mask off to yell and scream at me. So apparently COVID was, was not in that little area for two seconds when she put her mask back on. Like, it's ridiculous. It's not common sense. And so how do you have resolve over that? You accept that people are crazy, because they are, uh, and know that you're not going to change their mind. It's not your job to change their mind. But it's also your right to stand up for yourself. Absolutely. And uh, we had a, um, just want to go back to the Stunod issue. Um, someone said uh, a Stunod a wall of fame. I love that. So we should have a Stunod segment. Yes, we will definitely do that. So thank you. Uh, I want to go back to the original question. Um, how I feel about all that. Yes, we all know how I feel. Yes, it's a very sensitive subject for me. Um, again, a mother knows what a mother knows. But with that being said, I look at the past, uh, some people may or may not know, my son was hospitalized 12 times, 12, that's a dozen times within a 15 month period. Granted, one of those times was when he um, broke his leg but still had to be hospitalized because of the myocarditis and because of his condition. So yes, I have a lot to say about it, but the one thing that I, I'm reflecting through my son's experience is that, yes, it is okay to ask those questions. Had I not pushed on some questions, certain things would have not 
happened. You have to be respectful, but you have to be firm. And, you know, for anyone out there that is like, oh my God, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of our friends that look at, at me and they look at you, like I'm more the quiet one. Yes, I can be very boisterous. Um, and it may take me- Don't let her fool you. She can- No, be no, I'm, we all know that. Yeah, I know you asked me, it's okay. And I, and I deserve it, sure. But I, I, it may take me a little longer. Like I have to observe, I have to take it in. I have to absorb it. And when I was in a situation, one of the times when I was in Philly and there, I was getting some information and I'm kind of like taking it in, I'm absorbing it. And the question that I asked wasn't being addressed. So I just, they said their spiel and I, I uh, very calmly and maybe maybe a little softer than I normally would because I didn't want to be right. And I, I asked, what part of my question did you not understand? Because unfortunately you did not answer it. And then we had an open dialogue. It was because I think a lot of times the medical profession is very rushed when they have to speak to family, you know, because they have so many patients that they have to take care of. And that's not, and I'm not ditching the medical community, nothing of that nature. But I think a lot of the nurses, the PAs, <laughs> the different doctors that are assigned to the patients, they are so, you know, overworked that I think there's too many canned responses. So question, be firm and get the answer that you need. Right, and that's how you get resolved because we, we do know that. I mean, obviously they're, they're on overload. They probably have more patients uh, underneath their belt than they really should to get proper care. Um, but I think the whole premise of asking questions in general, whether it has to do with your health and wellness, whether it has to do uh, about your taxes, whether it has uh, something to do about what's going on in the government, or, you know, whatever it may be, it's like questions are not allowed anymore. Like, like how dare you? Like I am superior and supreme and I am the be and end all. So what I say goes. And I think that's a mentality that really Americans have to challenge more. And for whatever reason, they've, and I think part of it had to do with being kind of in lockdown for two years, they're now, and, and because what's the end game? When you think of what the end game is, when you are so used to being told what to do and not question, that is a prime example of what communism is. You're going to be told to do something. You're going to follow the rules. You're going to do as I say, not as I do. And on top of that, you're not going to ask questions. That's where we are right now in the world. Now, we can't change every scenario. We know that. But you got to make that first step. And that first step for me yesterday or two days ago was not accepting that there was no way that I could find out who owned. And by the way, the name of the company is Hope Imaging. It's a radiologist department uh, company, Hope Imaging in Vero Beach. Uh, the manager's name is Brenda. 
She has no clue on how to run an office as far as I'm concerned, from what I saw. And I'm only basing it on my that one experience. Uh, what I will say is uh, the two great technicians were there. One was Grace, who's been in doing her job being a technician for 47 years. She was very proud of that. She shared that with me uh, actually a couple of times since I've seen her. She was also excited about, you know, really uh, getting the new 3D uh, imaging uh, for breast, you know, for, for your mammogram, which is going to is a game changer. Um, and so we're also encouraging everyone to go out and do your yearly mammogram, right? Uh, and the other technician was the one who did my ultrasound. Again, very amazing, very professional. But, you know, if you are second guessing something that your doctor or, you know, e even an office manager is pushing, you know, I renamed her the enforcer for this doctor that owns this particular uh, radiology company. And it gets to the point where you should be able to say no. And guess what? I'm not going to do business with you anymore. If, if I can't, uh, reach the person that owns this, who happens to be the head radiologist as a patient, I'm not going to do business with you because I want someone that I can have a conversation with or at least email and connect with before I'm giving my copay money and or that I'm going to put my health and wellness in their hands. I mean, that's the bottom line. And I think we have to get back to that. What we'd like to close with is positivity, obviously. Uh, you know, we we know that all these things that subject matters that do impact our health and wellness, uh, we are not in our control, but we are in control of what we surround ourselves with. So I want you, I'm going to read a few things and I want you to add what you want to add. <clears throat> carry, carry this through, not just through, you know, the New Year's Eve resolution. We already told you, don't do a resolution, get some solution, get, get, you know, get a plan. Number one, do the things you love more often. What is that? Do, do you even know? Write them down. You know, find out your passions, find out what inspires you and do it more often. How easy is that, right? Number two, let go of people and or situations that drain you. So for you, if you get stressed out when you're watching the news and you're hearing what Big G is doing, turn the news off. Stay informed on your time. Uh, or if you've got that family member or friend uh, that drives you insane and stresses you out and they're not adding value, pause them or, or say, you know what? No more. I'm not going to do that. Uh, number three, sometimes you need to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Now, as postured as I am, it's not always comfortable, comfortable for me to even, you know, ask some of those questions. You know, you kind of feel like, okay, I'm out of my element a little bit. So even the most postured get uncomfortable. I do. So know that even though, you know, I'm more vocal. I also do get uncomfortable. But in order to get change and to get resolved, you got to get uncomfortable sometimes. So I know it's hard, but you got to try to do it. The next one, wherever your attention goes, your energy flows. So if you're with people that are passionate and excited and happy and, and want to help you get through those hurdles in life, get you through the hurdles of your health and wellness, maybe you want to ease your spirit a little bit, maybe you just need some laughter. Hang around, surround yourself with those kinds of people. You're going to feel better. And lastly, lastly, and I love this one. If you change your mindset, you will change your life. When you understand that I am not in control of all this kookiness that's going on right now. It's, in, it's infiltrating my mind and I'm going a little cuckoo. I get it. But you got to change your mindset and, and, and validate that these things are coming at you. And sometimes you can't avoid it. But if you pack that kindness, if you pack that patience, 
And if you practice positive mindset, even if you've got to do some, some tools to help you get that mindset, and that's what we're here for, just do it. Jan, what do you got for coming into going into 2023 or coming out of 2-2? Well, this is one of my favorite um, quotes or, you know, things that I often uh, look at to remind me. So I will just read it to everyone. Everything happens on a mental level before it manifests on the physical level. This is why it's so important to get your mindset right. You have to believe in yourself, no matter what the external circumstances are. Strengthen your vision and have hope that things can get better. I just love that. Oh, I love that too. I mean, in hope, it, hope is a key piece to all of this. You have to have hope because if we don't have hope, we might as well just all pack it up and we don't want to pack it up. We got too much living to do, too much loving to do, too much excitement and happiness and sharing our experiences and sharing this thing we call our life journey. Um, you know, it has been such a great year full of tears, laughter, uh, hardships, good times, bad times, frustrating times. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're in this journey we call life together. And it is our pleasure uh, to, to be able to uh, connect with all of you uh, and really just openly not so, you know, not so stiff, like some podcasts are stiff, you know, we just let it flow. And that's one things don't you think we're, we're most proud about. Very proud of that. And as maybe uncomfortable as some of the topics can be, it, it really does affect your overall wellness. But what we want to leave you with is the question. Go to our website, leave us a voicemail. Let us know about your 2022. Let us know what you want for 2023. What's in your line of vision? My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters and this is carol sue aka naughty boss we wish all of you all of our viewers from gosh globally uh, a happy new year a safe new year's eve always safety first don't drink and drive we always talk about that as well and go with 2023 with full intention uh that you've resolved you're leaving the baggage back in 2022. Not like the baggage with Southwest Airlines, by the way, but just leave that, that junky baggage behind and know that you're going to get resolved with 2022, which is going to ignite you for solutions, hope, kindness, patience, and all good things for 2023. We will see you on Monday, January 2nd. 2023 we're almost there guys uh you have a great weekend blessings god bless you all thank you so much for joining two sisters and being a part of our podcast take care bye for now